has been boosting our podcast as ladies read graphic novels. <laughs> He's so close. Welcome back to Girls Talk Comics. This is Erin, who's thinking with her pants today, and Jessica, who didn't bring any pants. This is a very interesting recording. We're just gonna throw it out there. I'm glad we're not doing a live feed or any recording, like video recording. Video recording. You have to be specific. It's true. Maybe for the people who sign up for the Patreon? <laughs> we don't have one yet. <laughs> Don't look for it. Don't look for it. Don't look for us. Or Don't look for me. What do you? If you find me, based on my voice and my name, fuck. <laughs> um, so today we are going to talk about Monstrous Volume 1. Yes. Uh, it was written by Marjorie Liu, and I believe the artist was Santa Takeda. Takeda sounds right. <laughs> if we got that really wrong, please let us know. Takeda? And provide a recording of what you think it sounds like, or is supposed to be pronounced. So that that's how I learn. An audio recording. Audio recording. Or video without <laughs> audio. And I'll just try to read your lips. So. So. Um, pantless One today. Pantless One says, Neil Gaiman describes Monstrous as a beautifully told story of magic and fear in humanity and exploitation of what it means to be human and the monsters we all carry inside us. Also, some of the best cats in comics. A delight. And that whole thing was his quote, by the way. It was. It's on the back of the book. It is on the back. I ripped it. Thanks for pointing that out, Aaron. Hey, I don't <laughs> want to be ever accused of plagiarizing. That's so true. That's true. So give credit where credit well, is due. You know. Yeah. Thank they go you. on strong with the support. Thank I'd... you, Image. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Image. In this beautiful Art Deco cosmic horror, readers follow, again, the name, um, Makai? Micah? Micah. Micah's easy to say. Half-wolf, as she struggles to unravel the mysteries locked in her war-torn past and rips her way through an elaborate world of gods and beasts and the good people trapped between them. This is why my other handle is commander of, I don't know, literature? Composition. Composition. That's it. Because I'm struck with the dumpster when it comes to words. I'm the assistant of alliteration. That's, yeah, yeah. There we go. Admiral alliteration. Admiral alliteration. I'm very naval. Yeah. So, good people chat between them. because It's a pretty elaborate world build. It is. Yeah. Um, starts off pretty hard, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly, which I should. Yeah, we have an armless protagonist, so that's cool. That's Yeah. And she starts off... Naked. Being, yes, and <laughs> sold. And, yeah, she's uh, chains and whips, but not in the fun way. Sorry, yeah. Sunstone fans. Um... It's very, uh, it, it sounds like she's got a bit of a plot to go in and find something out about herself or someone else or find an item. Very gorgeously drawn uh, artwork. So I, I personally got a little bit lost in the art. The I um, did not pay as much attention to the plot and got immediately drawn into how fucking gorgeous this comic is yeah it's a hefty volume the first the first volume and it's it's very dense like the artwork has a lot going on they say on the back i 
think that it's Art Deco, but I think it's Art Nouveau. So if you know the difference and have a fancy degree, please let us know. It's a lot of tiny detailed lines and swirls and tentacle monsters. and yeah. It, it it does. They do the that really nice kind of like fuzzy filter where it gives it a bit of an um, Instagram anime feel. Yes, uh, which, and it checks all my boxes. I mean, yeah, uh, and it's really good. They've got very beautifully done monsters. It is very and dark. It yeah. This is a definitely leaning more towards an infirmature comic than yeah. uh, for and just younger dark readers too. Like it's a lot of mm-hmm. like black. Black mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit of blue. <laughs> but what is great is they provide a map of their world. So, yes. That's got some nice bonuses for the world building. And the cats will, will give you the historical background on them because the cats are apparently super smart in this, so that's cool too. Tell me a little bit. So, tell me a little bit more. Do, do, so, I. Okay, so we'll just go into. Uh, we picked this comic because I like the comic, and we'll just be yeah. right there. But how did you like the gimmick? So, uh, I recommend this comic to people who want something that's very adventure, very fantasy, um, and that's what drew me to it first. The art very much got me onto it. Um, the fact that it was going to be an adventure, fantasy comic got me into it. Um, female lead yeah very much got me into it uh i was not very impressed yeah I, again i was much more caught up in the art than i was the plot and so yeah. it was really hard for me to stick with it when i was focusing so much on the physical details mm-hmm. that i kind of forgot to read it yeah <laughs> yeah the art kind of overwhelmed the plot and it's a pretty thick there's a lot of bubbles to read here too so not only do you have dense art but you have a lot of bubbles but the writing's good like yeah having read the writing yes. <laughs> i can say the writing's good it's got a nuance to it as well that being distracted by the art i couldn't really follow that's in my opinion not a reason to not read it <laughs> uh i gave it my fair try though yes and it was just a little bit more difficult yeah and and I don't know if you did you interact with it enough to tell if the female characters were good because I, I mean I, I can say that there are a lot of female characters of this yeah it's got kind of a matriarchal bad guy thing going on like there's a coven of nuns that are maybe linked to a dark god or something it's definitely dark power going on and mm-hmm. it's a coven of female I think they go under like the nun sort of you know holy church thing and um yeah the, it, it stems from a war doesn't it from the creatures yes. like Micah and this yeah it's very humanoid church right they have they have the, the straight up human church which is funny because you find out pretty quickly that humans are not running the church and then you have it's not what it seems oh it's not what it seems there's a lot of dark blood sex cult things happening behind closed doors so that's cool Neat. which is why people yeah, were I should sold. really read it again yeah maybe <laughs> maybe the old gods are like straight up animals like so think like i don't know raw or something they're like humanoid kind of but they got the animal heads and then you have animal like half demon creatures that have a special name i'm losing it right now in terms of what they're called but they have things like toughy ears and um, tails, and the thing is, the magic that they have in their body can be harvested from their blood, which is sort of what the nun ladies are after. 
So it's just it's a fun it's a fun little romp in cultural ethnic dynamics too, kind of. My dog is snoring. So yes, if you hear him excessively. in the background. This is I think just gonna be a theme through all the books. But we love him. Hit me. Yes. <laughs> uh, back to the kind of the female characters bit. They have been I mean, they're very diverse in here, so you, you might not get one like incredibly well rounded character but you get a lot of varied representation of women yes even if they're just it's you know three speech bubbles it's the art is very different from character to character or you know female character female character it's not all like a copy and paste face and body shape Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't and that see was a lot really of nice. redundancy either. Yeah. It looked like they put a lot of work into making a diverse cast of, mm-hmm. and they have animal characteristics to draw from. So all you gotta yeah. do is put some new yeah. ears on. Yeah, <laughs> you have antlers. You are a cat. You're mm-hmm. a dog. You're a bull. It's perfect. It, it perfect. really spices it up. It sure does. So I I rate it five out of t- um, five or ten out of ten. I don't know. Yeah, you might. You sound like you're more like five out of ten. That's what I'm hearing from you. You know, I I'm um undecided. How how about we just do a thumbs up, thumbs thumbs down, and maybe later? How about that? I I'm a definitely a, like a, a maybe later yeah. kind of lady right now. Yeah, I do recommend it though. To yes. People who come in, I do try to sell it to people definitely when they're like, I like fantasy books. Oh. And this is. Sana Takeda is a female as well. Yep. I didn't yep. pick that up on. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yes. No, it's totally fair. <laughs> All female and creative team. So, she was actually. She's Japanese. <laughs> um, she resides in Japan currently and her, um, was born there as well, I believe. So, a, a lot of the art pulls probably from Japanese lore right. and her exposure there. Uh, yeah. And so, it, you, can, you can definitely kind of feel that in the book. And that might also be why I didn't always get the nuance, is I have not studied a lot of Japanese mythology, and so it might have been a little harder for me to kind of suspend my disbelief and just accept what was going on, because I'm like, I don't understand the significance of a three-eyed beast, or like... Well, if you look at like the way that the tentacles and stuff were drawn, mm-hmm. like it kind of reminds me of the more like March of the Demon, like the March of the Demons thing, like where mm-hmm. it kind of looks a lot like traditional Japanese in a lot of circles, and the kind of way that the colors come through Yeah, when they do come through. So yeah, I could see that being. A I'm not gonna say it's not. But this but, might be the worst like shoot from the hip sales pitch. But calling it dark Inuyasha, dark Inuyasha <laughs> might be doing it a bit discredit. Um, it is but, a pretty solid crack at it. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I don't want to paint this as oh, like this this lady also does like X twenty three and Miss Marvel, and so it's not mm-hmm. like you you're looking at an anime or anything. You're looking at like its own thing it just sort of feels more like the demons structures pulled from japanese japanese sort of lore yeah like so i didn't even really pick up on that but there were a couple of questionable looking demon creatures that did look like that might have been like ripped straight out of an oni reference (laughs) fair can't you know can't really knock it though it is nice seeing non-western culture origins of lore because I mean, that's what you and I are exposed to anytime we see something coming from, like, a white yeah. creator in it. So I I always like seeing kind of a new spin yeah. and a new um, voice, even if it's an artistic voice. Yeah. And not to say she's new. She's obviously not. Um, 
the title that she was on are not ones you just give to new people to on their first. Me. New to me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so what's your what's your final take on? Um, I definitely recommend it to other readers. And obviously this is this is not a new comic. This has been out for several years. So definitely pick up them trades. I think it might even be, I don't think we're still on. We're reading on the fourth volume at the time of the recording. So I think... The hardback's not going to be out for a while, but I don't know. It depends on how I get these things edited, so. <laughs> and the truth is there. <laughs> We're really behind. Maybe. I don't know. You will never tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we try to keep our episode short. What? Oh, just, just getting ready to say bye. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. And listen to us next time. Bye. Bye.